0: I was not sure if I was going to be on with you guys this Sunday because I did um, have surgery planned. However, due to a medical emergency on behalf of my doctor, it got pushed till this coming Thursday. So that means that next Sunday I might not be on, but I'm going to do the best I can. Um, the perks of being delayed is I am able to enjoy this beautiful weekend with my family and snuggle my daughter has been extra snuggly so I don't know if she knows because mama has a surgery coming up or because she's getting three teeth at the same time poor little booger and she just wants to be cuddled and snuggled and I'm I'm taking it all in like taking it like there are a couple times where at night I just wanted to like take her out of her crib and be like let mommy come cuddle you like come sleep with mama but I was like mm, no because she like kicks and punches and all that stuff um yeah So it is 4th of July weekend. Um, I'm just going to put a disclaimer out there right now. And I think I've mentioned this numerous times um, on the podcast. Every podcast, every blogger, every writer, every YouTuber is not entitled to speak on political platforms, to speak about things that are going on in the world. Um, 4.0 in Life is simply here to have some fun and talk about how to 4.0 your life. And I do understand there are absolutely insane things going on in the world today. However, that's not this podcast platform. Um, And I value other podcasters saying the same thing I am. Uh, Swiping Up said it best, and I did get that from them when they said on their podcast that You are not entitled. You do not have to speak on things that are going on in the world. If you're not a political platform, then you don't have to speak about that. So I'm just putting it out there before anyone emails me and asks me why I'm not speaking about certain things because it's not the platform. This isn't the place for it. There are many other platforms that you can go to and check out political debates, arguments, talk, whatever you're looking for, but this isn't the place. I'm simply trying to 4.0 my life. Like, waking up in the morning and getting out of bed and just, I don't know, just trying trying to ace life um, as I am right now. So (laughs) let's do this. So I was thinking more and more about um, after last week, uh, one of my videos going, to me, I feel like viral. It's like the biggest count of views I've ever had on any of my Instagram reels. And yes, I know everyone's like, you're still not on TikTok. I am slowly transitioning. And when I mean slowly transitioning, that means I'm too lazy to totally commit to it because I love Instagram and I love Instagram reels. Um, I feel like my people are more on Instagram and the youth is on TikTok and not that I can't vibe with the youth because hello, I'm super young. Uh, But the material that I'm toying with and seeing what gets the attention, that's still a process. I don't just want to post videos to post videos and just silly or you know whatever the case may be like sure I can jump on a trend and do a trend but at the same time I'm trying to create content that's always been the thing for me when like recording things if I was doing a fashion show like how can I video that fashion show differently than the next person's going to do because I don't want to have the same video I want to have a reason a purpose I want to have something that's you're gravitating to? Is is it going to be because like when the shoes are walking down the runway, I'm going to capture the shoes first and then go after the the outfit, you know, something like that. So I'm slowly, (laughs) slowly, slowly transcending over there. But it always brings me back to um, what I always said, and it's going to make it to make it. And what I mean by make it to make it is you have to keep on pushing whatever it is. It is so easy to just try something for a year, right? And a year's a long time. And just if it doesn't work out, be like, forget it. I don't want to do it. I was just recently scurrying through TikTok and I saw this one company. Um, oh, I, I don't have her name and I don't remember it and I should follow I do follow her now. She decided to just start making sweatshirts, much much like the cricket family does. I love the cricket. I have a cricket. Um, and I thoroughly enjoy making gifts and all these things that you can do with the cricket. So she made this sweatshirt, and it was more engulfed around uh, mental awareness. And Excellent ideas, excellent concepts. And what she did differently is she put a slogan like on the main part of the chest area. And then she had something on the arm where like wipe your tears here. And again, apologies. I don't have it on my Yes, I can easily look on my phone, but I'm just talking about it. So um, I can find it and I'll put it in the show notes. If I don't put it in the show notes because I have mom brain right now, you can email me at cleanbuzz at gmail.com and I'll send it to you. But you might even know who she is. She's on TikTok. So she started off in her garage or her, her parents' basement and now she's in this huge warehouse and it's growing and she's thriving. And it's, you know, it's it's those moments where I think pros and cons, it's exciting because we're growing, but then people forget they only see that small window of growth. Like obviously she hasn't been recording every single day of her business, but this is like a year's worth of making that she has been hustling and PRing for herself and just putting out the product. There are some people that literally just post things and people gravitate to it and it sells and it's crazy. But there's also the other side of the spectrum where we don't see the growth, the hard work. If you're not every single day putting a percentage of time and effort into that craft, it's not going to grow and it's not going to be that big viral company that just launches. There are times where companies you know, like land on Oprah's wish list or, you know, they People Magazine picks it up and puts it in the magazine and you get those little like sprinkles of greatness. I remember a company though once said they were, I think they were on Shark Tank and Shark Tank couldn't believe like, well, wait a second, you made over a million dollars in sales. Why are you here? And they did say that what happened was, yes, it's, it's the best thing in the world if you're on Oprah's list, but then because there was this massive burst in sales, after the sales and they were no longer on Oprah's list because, it, you know, it's something that changes every so often, they plummeted and it the analytics weren't showing, like, showing. It just showed, like, oh, it was a great company and it failed. When it necessarily didn't fail, it just had a boost in the sales and then it went back to, like, a leveling out, if you will. Like, what a normal sales look over, like, overlook would look like. Overlook, look, look, look. <laughs> so... They were, you know, they were on Shark Tank because they had to bring more awareness or they had to change it up. And just listen, being on Shark Tank alone, I mean, I kind of just want to go on there, and just be like, hi, and then walk off. I don't have any inventions. I mean, I do have something that I would love, love to make. And I won't say it on here, obviously, because like that would be like me just here, here's my idea. But I don't know, I wouldn't know who to speak to. And that's some of the problems that we kind of run into. It's like you have these ideas, you have these inventions you want to do, but like, Okay, where do you go next? And that's where you gotta make it to make it. You have to invest the research, the time. My biggest mistake was giving up on myself with music. And when I had my uncle on my podcast, I believe it was like a year and a half ago, two, maybe two years ago, I was like, Yeah, well, I didn't do it anymore because I just I didn't think I could do it. And he said to me, Now my uncle who has started from the bottom, like sleeping on the floor in the radio station because he did overnight traffic. And then he would have to get up early next morning and go to another radio station and do something else to get where he is today, which is like so much growth. He's like, Oh, I, I knew I I thought you could do it. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) and you know, sometimes I guess You know, someone is not always going to whisper in your ear. You could do this. You could do this. Like sometimes it has to be your inner self whispering in your ear. You could do this. You could do this. Sometimes you, you know, I know we all need that and we need that motivation. Like, you know, when you're lining up at the start of the race and everyone's shouting and screaming for you and then all of a sudden the shotgun goes and you start racing and everyone's cheering and that's your motivation. Imagine the practice where you're practicing and no one's screaming and cheering for you. It's so much harder. You don't have that full adrenaline. You have to find and create that inner adrenaline. You know, during the practice round at home when you're cricketing or you're you're writing a song, you're recording, you're YouTubing, you're doing whatever craft you want to do, you have to find that inner adrenaline that you would in the true race. And I'm air quoting, if you will, it's a success And that's why, again, you have to make it to make it. You have to be the one to push forward, to drive forward. I constantly tell myself all the time, there are so many things that I have going on. And like the one of them was the podcast. In the first year, it was like, who's even listening? (laughs) Was anyone even listening? And I saw that a couple times where, I shot up was when I had guests and I love having guests on the podcast. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's the planning. It's, you know, getting everything in order. It's the editing. It's so much easier for me to sit down, just talk to you guys one-on-one, you know, edit it to like quick one, two, three, and just post it up. When you have a guest, it's recording with them and then going back and editing and making sure it's perfect and all these things. And it, it takes time. Not to say, again, I don't, I love having guests on the podcast, but there's that window of, for me, I love the podcast. It's something I do, but it's not something that I don't want to say I would do full time because I would hundred percent would do this full time. But for me right now, it's just something I enjoy doing. You know, it's just something I thoroughly enjoy doing. I used to vlog all the time. So this is my outlet. This is my vlogging outlet. Yes, I know the last time I did a video was in April because I looked at the time. I'm going to do the video um, podcasts again, but for right now, until I probably get into August, August is when I'll kick it into gear. So it might even be like September, you know, when fall is coming in and that's the refresher, if you will, the change up. But it's right now I'm just making this podcast to make it nice and relaxing and comforting. (laughs) um my book is another thing I wrote a book now again I didn't write the book to be like I want to be famous like would it be nice to be like hey New York's uh, best sellers list um yes that would be so cool however throughout the years that my book's been published and I've spoken about it and I put it out in the universe and I see it in Target and Walmart and all these stores um Oh my God, like that's checklist. You know, for me it was like a, a bucket list. It was a checklist and the bucket list, and I was like, cool. The the perks along the way are great. But for me too, I admit, you know, there are times where my practice rounds, I'm kind of just like, blah, I'm not like really true running it out. I'm not pushing myself. Um, I think I like to think about when I used to work out and i first started when you when you first start working out you it's like you hate it because it's like oh you don't see the instant progression you don't see the instant body change you don't feel no i mean you do feel a little different you feel pain because obviously your muscles are like whoa <laughs> what's going on here we haven't been moving for years it's kind of similar to your business I, in the beginning it's hard it's a full uphill battle it's that climbing the hill and you're just like where is the top where do i get out of like the cloudiness? And do I see a little peak of sunlight? Because I'll tell you when I used to work out all the time and there's no excuses as to why I can't right now. Once I got into that regular regimen and I was working out, there was like a high, there was that feeling that I just wanted to always run and running was my thing. I mean, I tore my ACL and now I fear running, but running, it was like, I, I was flying. That's what it felt like. I remember when I can associate that to music, when I finally got on stage with a guitar, I was so scared. I hated everyone constantly comparing me to like a singer who's going to like, oh, are you Britney Spears like cover? No, I mean, I love Britney Spears. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't want to be compared to her. First of all, she's a crazy entertainer. She does her thing. That wasn't the vibe. I loved like Melody Gardot, Like Melody Gardot. oh my God, like her silkiness, her smooth voice. If you have no idea who I'm talking about, jump on that. Um, Jewel was another big one for me. I loved – I would always warm up to Jewel um, and Whitney Houston. Like those are my my vibes, my vibes. <laughs> so for me, I got on stage and I was so nervous. Because, and I'm – oh, it's so weird. I'm actually getting the, the chills right now thinking about that time period. I think at the time – Oh my God, how, you know, was I 22 maybe? I was so young and I wanted to get on stage. I wanted to play my song with guitar because I wanted to showcase, I had the talent. I could do this. The minute I did it and I finished that first set, I was just like, one, I was thankful. Like it was like the lights were so bright. You couldn't see into the crowd. Obviously I'm, you know, focusing on my guitar and the mic and all this stuff I was like, I have to keep doing this. It was like a high, like I just like running. I wanted to keep doing it and being on stage and performing that. Like that was my thing. I loved it. And then I I don't know why I, I fell out of it. Like what a shame, you know? I still love singing and I still love playing guitar. I'm not that great like I used to be. (laughs) My voice is definitely not where it used to be years ago. And I hate that because you know, the thing that people think is just because you sang years ago, you can still sing as great. No, you you have to train your voice. Like you practice and train and, you know, do all the things you're supposed to do. But that's where I feel like in the industry, whatever you're doing today, you have to you have to keep at it. Whether you put a huge poster board somewhere in a wall that says Did you practice today or did you craft today or did you record a video today? You have to keep doing it every single day. And yes, is it taking away from time of family? Yes. So plan, organize. Um, Are you going to be working maybe two jobs like that, that craft you're doing or whatever you're doing and a full-time job to support yourself. Yes, because until you, until you make it into that business, you can't just leave the job and just hope for the best and Hey, who's my investor? And I mean, you could get an investor, but you just have to hope and pray that it works out. And most importantly, if your heart isn't in it, if you aren't enjoying the trip, then leave. Just like if you go on vacation somewhere or if you go out to eat somewhere, if you don't like the food, you're not coming back. So if you're not enjoying the ride, then get off. You have to enjoy every step of it from the climb to the top. And then here's the thing. Once you get to the top, I'm going (laughs) to forewarn you, there's a chance you can slip back down and fall and you have to start all over again. That very much happens all the time. Um, Whether you're vlogging, whatever the case may be, because when you find something great, There are going to be people who want to do exactly what you're doing. The goal is to not get angry about those who are doing what you're doing, but how can you continue to diversify yourself to continue that process to grow? For me, I look at my podcast. There are weeks that I have 50 listeners, and then there are weeks I have four. (laughs) I'm like, well, and partially I will drop like one week. I wasn't on for a full week and I lost my listeners and I'm I'm aware that happens. And in my head, I'm like, oh, don't miss a week. But then there's times where I'm like, how can I manage better so that I can spend time with my family and then still record? And I have to get better at organizing that. I thoroughly enjoy doing the podcast. Um, but for me right now, my podcast is my fun place and for those of you who are listening, thank you so much. I always thoroughly enjoy hearing um, back from you and listening. Um, but if this ever became a full-time gig, I would have to plan better. I would have to put out things better. I would have to organize and do all the things do all the things. but that's really it. you know you have to make it to make it. You have to find that crowd those fans the the voice that's going to continue to push you and guide you to what you're supposed to do. And let's say you put a year in and you don't see any change. Don't blame the process. You know, it might not be that you have a failing YouTube page. It might not be that you have a failing craft. You might be very talented, but you, you might be approaching it in the wrong direction. If you're not willing to put another few months into it, then fine, walk away. But remember, when you open a business, it takes like almost two years until you're finally like making some serious money. You open a business and you get the first like, oh, what's going on in here? Oh, I want to try it. Oh, but if you're not continuing to grow within that year and you're just staying safe and you're just saying, you know, staying bland, then people might fall out of interest. You have to keep people interested enough. And it's even harder now. You know, like if you're not, you know, creating a backdrop wall in your little coffee shop where people can come and take pictures and changing it up, well, they might be like, oh, I already took pictures in front of the flower wall. I want to do something different. You know, this is the society we live in. We want things that are not only appealing to the content we create, but things that taste great, things that are different, things that are unique, things that aren't done or things that are done better. So it's a little harder. You know, you have to figure out, like, sure, you want to start a YouTube page now? Great. What are you going to do? Oh, you want to do makeup? Great. Well, there are 50 million other people doing makeup. What makes your makeup YouTube page different? Are you going to come on and roll out of bed? snap your fingers, look fabulous, and then transition into the how you created, look great, do it. And then you could call yourself morning bedhead. I don't know, I maybe just gave someone an idea and if I did and you do this, make sure you credit me for that idea. That's the other thing. And that's what I'm gonna end with. The number one thing that we do in this uh, society, culture, um, pop social, uh, pop social, cultural world, if you will, is we so quick to hate on people who do the same thing that you do. And unless you were the originator and the creator, I'm pretty sure you can't point fingers at others because there is enough room for everyone. Everyone has a little everyone likes a certain t- different type of tea. We don't all drink the same type of tea. We like green tea, black tea, white tea. We like all these different types of teas. So there's enough room for everybody. It's when we forget to credit is the biggest problem. Because what we don't realize in this social cultural world is that when you credit the originator or you credit someone you saw, you now open another door for expansion. See, I came up with a podcast, right? And if I don't credit the person who gave me the idea to try a podcast, well, then maybe I have my five listeners. But if I say, hey, you know, Alex told me to create a podcast. And then he goes, hey, guys, you know, this is a friend who I said, hey, you should try a podcast. And then his friend's. Venture into my podcast world. Maybe now I have 25 instead of five listeners. Whether they choose to stay or not and listen is a different story, but there's still that extra little 45 degree angle of a door that opened that can flush in a couple new listeners. So credit the people that give you the idea. That's all. That's all. (laughs) I feel like I had a Mr. Rogers moment. Love Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I had a Mr. Rogers moment. So I'm going to sit here in my chair and I'm going to change my shoes. I think, wait, I just got an idea. See, this is where I get ideas from. So, okay, today is July 3rd and I'm marking this as the idea. I'm going to write it down when we're done. When I start filming for my podcasts, I'm going to start my podcast. And again, July 3rd, like if someone takes the idea, you guys heard it here first. Today is July 3rd, 2022. (laughs) 2, I can't think. It's 9.37 in the morning. This will be published for 12 noon. When I start filming in end of August, September for my podcasts, I'm going to start my podcast video by changing my shoes, aka Mr. Rogers, my role model. I'm going to sit in my big studded black comfy chair. I'm going to talk to you guys. I'm going to have an ending little theme song that I'm going to create with my guitar. Oh my God, this is such a great idea. And then I'm gonna put my other shoes back on, put on my cardigan, and four put on my life. <laughs> hey guys, let's talk more next Sunday. Bye. <laughs> I love this idea. Oh yeah, um don't forget to follow because I, I really appreciate that.